0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity. This is your host Snehal Singh. As we all know we are celebrating the International Women's Month and as we celebrate each and every woman we are just so excited to speak about our latest book Gifts of the Universe through Women Who Lead where we are we are not only humbled but absolutely grateful to have 24 amazing, kick beautiful women sharing their stories, raw, real, and unfiltered. And today I have one of such authors with us, Marty L. Ward. Her chapter in the book, which caught my attention the first time I, I, I laid my eyes on her chapter was God's Breadcrumbs. And I think throughout the chapter, she takes you through an amazing, amazing, amazing journey. So a little bit more about who Marty is. Uh, She is a former teacher, an author, keynote speaker. Uh, She's also been published in in Huffington Post. She has done many other things, uh, like she's been on Uganda TV, Channel 30 News, podcasts. She's seen on ABC, NBC, and Fox. And most importantly, she's a passionate social entrepreneur. And there is so much more that she's done. So I'm going to just head over to Marty and just get to her, get to know her a little bit more and what is not there in her bio. So Marty, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us today. And tell us a little bit more about what's not there here. Ah,
1: well, thank you. What's not in the bio? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, let's see. Um, I earned a hundred ton captain's license. So, one of those, those great big boats, right? Wow. I ran a, I ran a sailing school on the Hudson River. Uh, I have been the first uh, female commodore of the Lake George Corinthian Yacht Club. So, oh sailing is a major part of my life. In fact, I lived on a, on a boat, a, a, hundred and, uh, a 1912 70 foot motor yacht. Wow. With my child. And um, so I have lots of different uh, backgrounds that I, lives that I have experienced along the way, which has nothing to do with my chapter there, but that's <laughs> I know little, some fun facts about Marty. I,
0: I think they're interesting and they just add so much more to who you really, really are. Um, so Marty, how did you choose? I'm, I'm so keen to know, how did you know this is what you wanted to write about in this book? Oh,
1: well, um, I believe that we are all on a path, and to me, that's why I said broad, God's breadcrumbs, because, you know, he drops experiences along our way, along our path to guide us one way or another if we listen, right? And when we don't listen, well, then he has to use his sledgehammer, as we know, <laughs> Right. Um, and, uh, but I just see even the sledgehammer is just another way for us to develop more of who we are. And so I've learned that the antagonists in our life are the protagonists in our life. When we're able to look back and say, oh, that's why that happened. Oh, and, and so if you'll notice TAG antagonist and protagonist, well, we can see tag back here
0: mm-hmm. and for
1: me what tag means is talents abilities and gifts so the challenging things we have the challenging people the tragedies that we have in our life that seem to be against us are actually for us that that they we develop our talents abilities and gifts through these experiences and then we develop more of who we are so we have richer we're richer and richer for these for these experiences and they tend to be challenging. We know that. But when we come out the other side, we're like, yeah, you know. And so that's why I felt it was so important to talk about that, to, to have people start to see things differently, that things are done for us, not against us.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's, that's something that I learned just a few years ago, where I realized that everything in life is happening for us and not against us. And if you just change that perspective. The way we look at challenges actually changes. Uh, And there's an interesting thing that you said there, and this is me being me. You said, as long as you listen, how do we make sure that we are listening? Because there's so much of conversation going inside of us all the time. And how do you differentiate if the voice is, you know, uh, the voice from the source or God, or, you know, whichever it is the term that you associate yourself with. Like for me, it is God, but how do I know that it is the God's voice that I'm listening to?
1: Well, how I know is that I take a deep breath so that I can feel, and then my gut will tell me exactly what is right and what's not right. In order to make a decision, um, is it, it's sen- Senhil, right? Snehal, yes say how excuse me say how is in order to make a decision what we need to do is take that deep breath that allows us to feel and when we can have that feeling and and we can say if i do this does it feel good or not and i go hmm it feels exciting and i go great i should do it if i the same if i think of something else and i go should i do this and i breathe and I feel and I go, oh, that doesn't feel good, then I don't do it. And so it's listening to your gut is really the key. Because what I say is your belly buttons attached to God. And because it's your direct connection to God, because when you feel, you can know exactly what's right for you in the moment. But we've been taught for millions and millions and millions of years not to feel because we don't wanna look at those bad feelings. And what happened for me is that I went from being worth over a million dollars to having $7.41 in my bank account because I wouldn't look at not good enough, never gonna make it, lost, lonely, irrelevant, pathetic, weak. I didn't didn't wanna look at that until the day I did. And the day I did helped me to start to turn my life and my business around. And what happened is that day that I stopped, when I was obviously scrambling, going absolutely nowhere, obviously, I stopped and I said, Marty, you're out of integrity with yourself. And that's, we're talking about, you know, how do you know? I said, you're out of integrity with yourself. You're not being who you were meant to be. And that day I sat down and write, wrote the first chapter of the first book that I published. And I wrote for 12 straight hours, just. And I looked up and I went, it's dark. And then I looked at my clock and my computer said, Oh my God, it's midnight. But what had happened is I unlocked my talents, abilities, and gifts, my tags, which I had been suppressing, depressing for 10 years. And I finally unlocked them. And that's when I began to develop my program, my tag uh, program, because what I realized is when you can honor and value your talents, abilities and gifts, then you can believe in yourself then you can love yourself because it's the core essence of who you are and while i was going through all of my money everybody said ah marty you ought to believe in yourself oh marty just love yourself and to be honest with you what i wanted to say is no shit, Sherlock really i mean we all know to do that right yeah (laughs) but whoever taught us how to love ourselves But I discovered how to do that is really by honoring your soul signature that we were given at our birth of our talents, abilities, and gifts and how we express them. So you're a podcast host, you're an author, you're a publisher. Those are your tags, those are your talents rather. Your abilities are bright, creative, inventive, imaginative, analytical, um, uh, compassionate, understanding and a whole bunch of others. And then the gift you give is providing me with this opportunity to, to be seen, heard, and celebrated around the world for, for all of us authors to have this experience of being a best-selling international author and, and having the opportunity for, to make an impact that we want to make. So you give us such an amazing gift, and I'm so grateful for, for you using your tags to help us to be able to do that.
0: Thank you. And Mari, you just gave me such an amazing perspective of who I am in a way, because I never thought about the work that I did in the way you're talking about. And that just makes me go, "Mm, okay, I didn't know that this is what I'm creating as well. But I love, love, love the tag. I think I'm going to remember it. It's talents, abilities and gifts. And what a wonderful gift that you have given us in just looking at what we do and how we do it. Now, there's one more thing, Marty, that you spoke about, and that was the, the this twist or the shift in life that you went in, you know, with that, that moment when, you know, you had just $7.41 in your bank account. What kept you going to come back to where you are or, you know, create the new path? What was that thing that kept you going?
1: Determination, persistence... Um, there were days that I wanted to give up, absolutely, 100%, just wanted to give up. Uh, there were days that it hurt, I hurt so much because I felt like such a failure that I just wanted to end it all. And yet something allowed me to just know that I had more to give the world. And you know, I was bullied much of my life, which is why I ended up forgetting how valuable I was. Obviously, I'd been successful. And then I forgot who I was. And when I, I realized that um, other people go through that and they're suffering, so I wanted to find a way to be able to help them and to be help parents and, and teachers and people who work in, with children to have them believe in themselves and not believe the mean words of the bully because um, the bully's gonna be the bully. They have a right to say whatever they say or do, but our, it's up to us to either believe the bully or not believe the bully. And what I realized eventually is that when you don't believe the bully, you're not hurt. And it's up to us to be able to to believe in ourselves. And and in fact, by being bullied, of course, I do this work around the world. I've helped over 100,000 parents, teachers, pastors, children, um, you know, to be able to believe in themselves, to know their tags, uh, to be able to make money and, and change their lives uh, in Uganda and Kenya um, and other places in America. Um, and so it, it's just when those times get really tough, it's just knowing that within you, you have this core that you can call on. And if you focus on your evolution rather than the results then you can keep going. Because if it's about me evolving my negotiating skills, my creativity, my imagination, well, how about my writing today? How about uh, my art today? How about um, my athletic? You know, maybe maybe some people play golf or tennis or something, you know, whatever, or sing or dance, right? And if you focus on developing who you are, well, then you can move forward. But if you constantly say, I'm not good enough, I didn't make enough money, blah 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 about the results, well, then you can get defeated. But if you say, no, it's about me growing, me changing, me developing, then you can pull yourself back up and say, it's about that. And the other thing it's coming to me to share is that before depression gets biochemically complicated, what I say, is that it's depression is pushing down your power. When you depress a button, you push it down. So what had happened to me is I was depressing my desire to write. I was depressing my creativity. And by doing that, I was depressed. And I wasn't, I, I made less and less money obviously, right? But once I unlock that and just express my talents, abilities and gifts, that freed me. So when people are feeling depressed, if you say to yourself, what is something creative I can do in this moment? That will help to bring you out of that feeling of darkness, that feeling of, right? As you express yourself, because it's you not being who you are. That's why you're depressed. You're pushing yourself down.
0: Absolutely. And I think that, that, that there was so much in what you just said, Marty, because sometimes we don't even pay attention. We just love to sulk and it's okay to ex- you know have those feelings for sometimes because they make us realize what happiness is and so on. But as long as we don't stay there for long, I think you have made it happen. Uh, your journey has been incredible and amazing and you have been an entrepreneur as well. So any tips to entrepreneurs, especially when you know they're, they're on their path of progress, but they're not there yet. So what would you like to say to them?
1: Well, what what I teach is to kiss procrastination, goodbye. (laughs) And how you kiss procrastination goodbye, because I got my PhD in procrastination, right? I went like, whoo. Yeah. In order to do that, what you need to do is feel. And to feel and know how you feel when you think about doing whatever it is that you need to do, the task that really needs will bring you closer to your goal. You, you want to look at that, you know, fear, the usual fear of rejection, failure, uh, fear that I'll be too successful. I mean, it can be both sides of that coin. Yes. But it's really um, when you can know that, that, uh, that it's about that and then say, where am I rejecting myself? Say it's fear of rejection. So if you turn it around to you and say, where am I rejecting me? Where am I not there for me? Where am I judging and condemning me? Then you can say, wow, you know what? I've got something great to share. I'm going to make that phone call because that person needs just what I have to offer. And you can help pull yourself out of that procrastination by finding your passion, I say. It's procrastination Mm -hmm. versus, versus passion. So that's one way to help
0: entrepreneurs to keep going. Yes, yes, yes. Because I think as entrepreneurs, we, we use procrastination as an excuse or as a reason to be the boss of our own lives because we don't have any accountability partners uh, You know, when it comes to small or tiny things because we do so many things, right? As a new entrepreneur or a solopreneur, as people say, you actually are wearing multiple hats. You are the sales guy. You are... housekeeping you are everything you are your own va and in that we you know it somewhere we create that freedom of you know it's anyways my company i'll send that email tomorrow it's anyways you know my own stuff was going to ask me questions i'll do that later so i love love loved the way you said it that it's it's important to kiss procrastination goodbye and right. somewhere I realize certain places in my life that I'm doing that. So I'm definitely going to go ahead and implement what you just just, just shared. So thank you for sharing that. Maria. I have one last question, which is my favorite question. But before I get to that, is there anything you wanna to say to my audience?
1: Yes, I did have one other thing. What I have discovered in working with parents and children is that when you can learn to see your child's most annoying behavior, the thing that's driving you crazy as, as a signpost of their greatest gift, then you will stay connected to your child. You see, for millions of years, um, parents and teachers and people who work with children have uh, thought that carrots and stick, carrot and sticks was the way to keep children in line. But it turns out that it's about connection. And so when you can stay connected to your child by tagging them with their talents, abilities, and gifts, um, and tell them how, let's say a child is standing up to you and and, I'm not going and I'm right. And you say, wow, you are determined. Look at how persistent you are. You are brave to stand up to me and tell me something that you know might get you in trouble. Good for you. See, I tag, 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 right? Yeah. And now I'm and it's not possible right now. (laughs) So what you've done is you see them for who they are, which is persistent, determined, speaking up for themselves because isn't that what we want for our children? Don't we want them to be able as a teenage girl to be able to say, no, I said no, and I meant no. And I'm going home in my own car. We want them to be able to do that. But we've taught them to behave, uh, uh, you know, give in, uh, do what we, you know, when, when we do that, well, then they get in that situation and they go, okay, right. And then they, they don't take good care of themselves. So by tagging them, you're building up their self-esteem and they know that you see them for who they are and then they'll cooperate. I promise you, they will cooperate. And, and they calmed down. I did it the other day with a parent and she was fighting with her child when we were on the phone and I guided her through the conversation. And by the end of that time, the child had calmed down. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really tag
0: and guide. I, I I had goosebumps while you were talking about it because it is so real We. We at times as parents don't know what to say next and we just go by the results that they're looking for. And we know we cannot give that result and we're so focused on that, that we forget to appreciate our child for who they are. And it's, it's interesting, uh, you know, how shift or change of words can change the way you make others feel. Like rather than saying, how can you be so rude? You're not supposed to speak like that to your mother or things like that can just change to, you know, you being determined, persistent, brave, speaking up for yourself. And I think that is such a beautiful gift that you are giving us again. So two gifts you have shared with us today, Marty, and I love, love, love them. Uh, it's an in, it has been an interesting conversation. So I'm, I'm going to jump back to my last question, which is my favorite question. How do you want to be remembered as? What do you want your legacy to be?
1: I'd love my legacy to be that um, that parents and teachers and people who work with children have a more loving, caring, connected relationship. That children learn to believe in themselves despite all odds, as well as adults, because we as adults have to believe in ourselves. So adults and children believing in themselves despite all odds, and for Um, my legacy in Africa to keep growing so that we can reach more and more um, countries and more and more families. Uh, And as well as in America, where we can be in schools across America, where teachers learn how to connect with kids in this particular way that will get them cooperation in the classroom. Teachers have said, and their parents too, teacher parents said, her stress decreased by 50% at home and at work by doing what I'm teaching you. So I want that for everybody. We all struggle. (laughs) I have two boys. Oh my Lord, you know, I mean, right. And so we all make mistakes. We all, I didn't know all that I know, right. We all, you know, are great parents and terrible parents. Right. So it's, but it's really being able to work that through. Um, and, and to love and honor yourself, know the gift you are as a parent, as an entrepreneur, and, um, and the gift that your child is to you as well.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Marty, for sharing that. I think it is a beautiful legacy to leave. And as you said, it is so much about impacting so many more lives and bringing light to how we can just, you know, learn as we go. Because as you said, nobody's born as a great parent. It, it's learn as you go. Uh, But if you have somebody else's experiences and ways and methods, why not? Why make the same mistakes that probably somebody else has already made? So thank you for sharing your journeys with us. And uh, everything that you have given us today. I am going to remember your tag for God knows how long. I'll probably even quote you in one of my books uh, about what I just learned from you. But thank you, thank you, thank you, Marty, for giving us your time and also sharing your write-up and your story in the book gifts of the universe
1: well thank you for this wonderful opportunity and thank you for this interview i so appreciate
0: it thank you thank you thank you and guys before i go as you know we all are born abundant all we need to do is claim that abundance by taking one step at a time that was marty l ward for you and her details are there in the caption you can check it out you can connect with her Uh, everything would be mentioned in the captions. So that is all. And I will see you very, very, very soon. Take care, guys. And we'll see you very soon.